This is your Thursday Fantasy PSA. Remember to take all your Thursday night players out of your flex spot. Thank you and have a nice week. and welcome back to another episode of Rugby with Pads. This is your week eight preview show. And have we got a show for you today or what? Um, I mean, well, maybe not. We can have a quick one, but it's getting to that time and it's getting towards Halloween and things have got a little bit, let's say spooky, shall we? Um, obviously, we have our Halloween uh, flavoured shirt. I'll put up the picture over here somewhere. Um, for those of you not watching, I'm not actually wearing any merch today. I feel really bad. I'm wearing... Uh, tried and trusted old Raiders uh, shirt, which, um, you know, I'm not a Raiders fan. I, I'm a Rams fan, but, you know, I can appreciate a good logo at the best of times. Um, today, we are going to be taking a look at our focus players, which on the theme of Halloween's are players who get us spooked. <laughs> this feels like a bit of a ham-fisted um, way, way to adjust this one. But, you know, th these are players who either scare us for a good reason or potentially for a very bad reason. So let's take a look as we go through. But before we do, we look take a look at last week. And last week was bonkers. So many weird things happened. Um, if you haven't heard it already, I do a bit more of a deep dive on um, the Monday show, which came out on Tuesday this week. Sorry about that. It came out a bit late. So we should be back on time. Uh, you can blame the day job for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what it was, but you know, maybe it was a, the 49ers, you know, destined to lose and some weird games elsewhere. But, you know, we had some ones that guys that we who were in the put up or shut up. So these were guys who were on the border, both sides, either way, not doing what they should, should have done. Uh, Howell... Uh, didn't do great. Let's put it that way. Uh, Gabe Davis ruined a week for me. A couple of other players did okay. Um, I think all in all, we 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 came out just about on top, just over over fifty percent. Um, we came at eight for fourteen, taking us for the year to a sixty five percent hit ratio, which is really good. I, I, I'm really happy. I think last week I met last year I measured it, and we were like fifty seven percent, sixty five, based on the fact we don't have a huge amount of uh, superstars in this club as well. It's I, I'm pretty proud of that. But let's get into week eight and uh, look at the matchups we, we've got to consider. And we'll do our hot and then our not, and then we'll jump into our DFS lineups. So who's hot this week? Uh, let's start a quarterback. Let's let's go through them. We're going to start with CJ Stroud. Now, CJ Stroud has had a week off. I, I think that's probably going to be a benefit to him as a rookie. He's got to take in a lot of information and a lot of information about um, various lineups he's going to go up against him and all the defenses, all the looks he's going to receive. And this week, he is going to be up against a rookie show. It's going to be a rookie showdown against against a, a, a pretty poor, and I say the poor, well, even very poor, in fact, Panthers team. Um, it's in Carolina. I think they're going to have a field day. Neither the defense nor the offense is great. I wouldn't be surprised if before the trade deadline, which is the 31st, which I think is next Wednesday, next Tuesday or Wednesday, something like that, um, before that, before then, anyway, I think we'll see some superstars from the uh, the defense of Carolina go. Not that there are many superstars left. Brian Burns, I think, is is destined to go potentially. 
I think CJ Stroud's going to have a field day and he's had two weeks to go up against the worst team in football currently. I think it's going to be fun. So get CJ Stroud in, get you know your, your stars around him. Nico Collins is going to be an interesting shout as well. And he would have made this maybe an honorary mention for him. But yeah, I think that's going to be a really fun game for him. Um, last week, I isolated the Kansas City wide receivers. And this week, I'm going to boost up a set of players to balance it all out. And I'm going to say the Lions running backs. They are going up on a Monday night football exchange against Las Vegas. It's been a long week. They've had some time to recover. Hopefully, David Montgomery will be back in as well. And you might say, no, oh, David Montgomery back in. That's 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 not good for, for Gibbs, who we're all backing and we all had a lot of stake in. I think it is good. I, I think they've, they've seen what Gibbs can do when he's given the ball himself, only him, and I think they can trust him. I think David Montgomery will still be the goal line play, and I think they're going to rack up a, a pleasant score. It's probably not going to be 27 points to one or the other. I think it'll be a bit more balanced. I think you, you could see both of them scoring mid to high teens. That's what you want out of a, a running back who's in the committee, and I think the fact that either one of them could have a breakout week and maybe... Maybe they trust uh, Gibbs more in that Kamara role. He, he got nine receptions last week. I think it was really fantastic. So expect against um, what is a team that doesn't pass the eye test in the Raiders. I can imagine the Lions running backs having a bit of a field day. Evans is is a guy who, I don't know, can, continues to scare me how good he is. I think that's a bit, that's a bit of a, um, a sh- I've shoehorned that one in there. He's going for yet another 1,000-yard season. And I think he's going up against the Bills on Thursday night. Remember, if you're playing on Thursday, then you get people on Thursday, get them out of your flex spots into your main spots to give you more flexibility. Buffalo without Matt Milano, um, just get less pressure. And I would have put Baker in this list, but I want to focus on the players who I think really scare me. And, and, and Mike Evans, when I go up against him, he, he could have... 120 yard game I really think he could and I think this might be one where he does I think he's he's Baker's favorite target I think Baker's going to get more time to throw it which means Mike Evans gets more separation which means he gets more yardage that's what you want Mike Evans is a great play this week at tight end I'm gonna stick with another player that I said last week um Darren Waller he's it's scary how reliant they are in the offense for him and I'll get onto another um Giants player in just a moment but Darren Waller I think has been fantastic in the last couple of weeks uh, 23 points last week 22 and a half points in the last week or something like that he, he's going to be heavily targeted um, especially against the Jets who maybe aren't going to put up too many points but they're going to make life difficult for him and for whoever's at the, at the quarterback position I don't think it'll be Daniel Jones for long so I think he'll get sacked and probably get concussed if it is him Tyrell Taylor Equally a bit flimsy, but I think Waller will uh, will sweep up either way because they need those dump offs, they need those short target yardage um, to to make sure sorry short yardage targets to make sure that they can keep progressing the ball down the field. And the flex, I'm going to go for the young rookie Addison. It's scary how good he is in replacement of a superstar. Last week he broke out massively. I thought it might be KJ Osborne. I was wrong. Addison, it's great. He is still available on some waiver wires as well. So go out and get him if he if he's uh he's kicking out there. The the Vikings are still going to have to throw out a huge amount, which is why I've been avoiding their running backs all year. And even against weakened teams, they they still struggle to get through. Um, they were against a very good San Francisco team who probably shot themselves in the foot a little bit. Green Bay are not good. Last week, they, they, they did not do well. And I felt very bad for John, who went all the way over to Denver uh, from his his home in LA 
to watch the game in the scorching sunlight. Caroline, feel for you too. That sun looked absolutely horrible. And then he watched his team lose 16 to 19 in not great circumstances. Um, it wasn't just because the offense was bad. The defense was bad as well, which is why I give Kirk Cousins um, and co the ability to go and destroy. And Addison is my play there. In terms of who's not this week, there's it was tough. There's so many people playing. It was it was I feel like I was sport for two, so I so I actually kept it tight. I've kept it to five, and we'll start with the quarterback. I mean Mac Jones. I, I think it's gonna be a back to earth week for, for Mac Jones or McCorkle Jones, I think some of people called him. I don't know why that's his real name. I need to look that up. He's had two good performances this year, in week two and last week, and everything else has been trash. And I think last week it, yeah, it was it was just one of those games that they they did did really well. Um, they play another AFC East rival, but this is a very potent offense. There's too many targets to take one away. If you take away Tyreek Hill, which I don't think you can, he's almost unguardable. You have Jalen Waddle, who is similarly unguardable. Then you have Robbie Anderson as a burner on the outside. Or oh, sorry, chosen Anderson. Sorry, um, or is it Robbie with an IE? I can't really keep up with that. You've got most of it down the middle. Jeff Wilson, Salvan Ahmed. There are so many options. Um, even some of the tight ends getting involved as well. Uh, I think because of that, New England are going to be having to throw it up a little bit. And sneakily, Miami's defense has got a little bit better week by week. Um, not enough to to stop the charge of the um, of the Eagles last week, who just to play a different game. That was smash mouth football. I loved it. Um, but I think good enough to stop Kendrick Bourne and definitely good enough to apply some pressure on Mac Jones. So Mac Jones, I think a back to earth week for him. Um, I think it was scary how hyped up we got after him last week. And I, I think he'll be more people's lineups than you, you care to think this week. Say Quan Barkley, I, I'm, I'm afraid that he's going to be traded. I really do. Um, I know the Maras have come out and said, no, he's, he's part of the family. But if he was part of the family, you would have given him the big extension he wanted, not given him 11 million and, you know, applicated him for another year and to potentially franchise tag him, which I think was a, a silly move by Saquon to take. But regardless, um, there are trade rumblings around him. Where he'll go, I have no idea. Where he would go. There, there are so many choices, but, but so few at the same time. But Saquon Barkley, also, you know, nursing a little bit of an injury. Maybe he's going to play up to that. I wouldn't be surprised if he was a late, healthy scratch or questionable going into the week. So it's scary how um, unreliable he is, but also how much they have to rely on him. <sighs> it's, 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 Waller is almost now he's going to be game proof because he's the obvious target. Really is. He, he, he can line up outside and be great. Saquon is going to be obvious to play because he's going to get the volume if he if he's on the pitch but he is a much more physical position in that regard and he's going to get beaten up and i i worry about saquon for that reason alone um yeah there was a hyper extended elbow this week i think it was well either way tough hollywood brown scary for me it's scary it's scary based on the opposition he's going against i slated the baltimore secondary but they played so well so so well last week um didn't feel like they played well because there were so many yards, but it was a, it was a great game played by them, and I, I think, yeah, the, the, with limited pressure down down the middle, they they've got such good coverage in general. I think Hollywood is going to be covered out of the game 
it's going to be some weird drop-offs and stuff like that. But Hollywood, yeah, I, I don't think you're going to be great. And I think also there is trade rumors around him as well. So I'll have to see what happens over there in Arizona. Staying in the NFC West, um, I think Higby is a sign to all of us that the slow age of t- s- slow group of time gets to us all. Um, age 30, 31 season this year. Age hits you fast, fortunately. And um, I think we've seen a steady decline. Going up against that Dallas D is scary indeed. How many times can I say scary in a sentence? I do not know. But Los Angeles the Rams... I, I, I read it on the screen. I know it's the Rams, but I always say Los Angeles. I don't know why that. Um, the Rams are not relying on their tight ends this year. They've got Puka, they've got Tutu, who who is being used as that gadget player as well. But Puka is the new Robert Woods. Cup is still Cup. It's great. And Higby is the odd man out, unfortunately. And um, in, in, a, in a weak offensive line, Higby's almost got to be used as a bit more of a blocker. And, and so he's been seeing less targets. So sorry, less um, snap percentage based on the fact that he's doing more blocking. And finally, uh, in, in that flex position for the for the not team, we've got uh, Pat Frymouth. Deontay Johnson changes that offense, uh, and again, I, I'm concerned. I'm, I'm worried. I'm scared that uh, Pat Frymouth won't even be in the lineup. Um, he was scratched last week. Uh, I think he was going in doubtful, but I think there's going to be questions about his day to day health this week. But Matt Canada's offense scares me. The fact that he can't use someone who was a, a near target leader a couple of years ago um, in Pat Frymouth, that's what's case me there. So let's let's run back through those teams um, on the who's hot this week, who's got us spooked in a good way, um, who's going to scare their opposition. Stroud, the Lions, running backs, Matt, Mike Evans, Darren Waller and Jordan Addison. And who's got us spooked for all the wrong reasons, Mac Jones, Saquon Barkley, Hollywood, Tyler Higby and Pat Frymouth. We've done longer segments on, on this before, but I wanted to do a bit of a tighter segment, um, make this show a little bit tighter as well. I, I realise I ramble on sometimes, and uh, to, that's to the detriment of the show, I feel. So we are going to make sure we cover the DFS segment um, in partnership with Fantasy Game Day. If you are interested in playing fantasy on a daily basis, but that, that sounds weird. <laughs> if you Interested in playing daily fantasy sports in the UK? There are very few options available to you. The fantasy game day guys. Um, there's there's th- three of the gu- three of the guys from London who I've spoken to. Um, they seem really really genuine and really love this community of fantasy sports. They're offering an alternative that is lower um, lower stakes relative to uh, what you can and and sometimes have to bet um, in the likes of DraftKings or, or the Paddy Power offerings uh, that they have as well. It's community pool betting, so the the idea is that it's you know a competition between your peers. Yeah, everyone has the same amount of chance, and they have a really nice spread um, of payouts. I believe they this week they have a hundred pound prize boost that they are funding. Plus, um, they've got they pay out the top one percent. It gets a certain amount, and, every, and the rest is split out towards the next twenty percent. So even if you don't win, you can still win. This week, um, I've taken an approach, rather than look at each position in in massive depth, I'm going to give you the best player, I think, for that position and also a budget beast alternative. So let's start with our Sunday stars for the game week eight. And these are our top targets. Uh, I'm going to start QB. I'm going to go for Lamar. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I think, has had an excellent couple of weeks. Um, You know what? You, You want someone with that running upside. And I would love... Love, love to see him have another week like he did last week. Um, he won me um, my dynasty lineup, and hopefully this week he can win me my DFS game. 
Alvin Kamara, a running back. Um, generally, these are all scored in PPR. I believe this is scored in PPR, but please do check the rules before you play. Alvin Kamara is just a target magnet. He's, he's crazy. He's, he's not getting in the end zone, except on two-point conversions. But yeah, for 5,700, I think he is a fantastic um, fantastic target. And th these are all priced um, in pounds. You, you get £40,000 uh, budget. Uh, Lamar was 6,900 and Kamara is 5,700. And compared to some of his other peers, who you'll see in a minute, he is very reasonably priced. AJ Brown is that guy. Um, you want him 6,500 um, as a lead receiver. I think he is fantastic. He is potentially a worthy captain candidate, but we'll get on to who I think should be the captain this week. The Philadelphia going up against Washington, Washington potentially losing uh, a, a defensive end who maybe isn't contributing that much, but their secondary isn't isn't something to write home about. And it's an in-division game. I think we could see a bit of a, a throwdown and AJ Brown throwing down the gauntlet uh, to the rest of the NFC East. Tight end, someone I've talked about already, Darren Waller. You know where to get him, 3,700. I think he's a very good value when you're looking at the superstars of Kelsey being like 6,700 and paying wide receiver money for them. Waller gives you a really, really nice option. Um, you know, he's not game, maybe not game week winning, but he's not going to lose you much. And finally, captain, um, my, my choice of my captain this week is going to be CMC. Your captain scores double points in this format. He's 8,100. It is expensive. He's one of the most expensive players, if not the most expensive player. But great value this week uh, against the Cincinnati team who have a terrible, terrible run defense. And that hasn't changed even with a buy. But your budget beast, you know, you, if you spent all those guys, you'd probably spend your budget there and you've got two running backs, two wide receivers, a flex, a tight end, QB and a captain to fill. So you're not going to be able to have all of them. So you've got to fill out your team with some budget beasts. And that's where the likes of Garner Minshew comes in at 5,100. Um, <laughs> did you watch him last week? I've said he, he's fun. He's on the ground. And if you need someone to fill your budget, who is a Lamar light? It's not a Lamar light, really. Uh, <laughs> but Minshew has a good, good opportunity against a New Orleans defense that can be very up and down. I love him this week, and uh, he's he won my top budget beats at 5,100. Still on the upper end of pricing there, though. Gus Bus comes in at number, at number two. Uh, I'm a running back, 3,700. For the same reasons I like Lamar this week, I think he's got a nice little schedule. I think Lamar elevates the people around him, like uh, Zay Flowers and Gus Bus. Gus Edwards, I, yeah, I, got, I think he's going to be great. 3,700 um, compared to the likes of Kamara, which is 5,700. I think he's a very good option if you're looking at the, you know, the kind of game script that we might see out of, uh, out of Baltimore there, uh, especially Arizona, where I think they could get ahead and just put the foot down a little bit. He's, he's going to have end zone opportunity, I think is, is the case. Wide receiver, I talked about it in my Monday show, Monday slash Wednesday show. Josh Downs should be a, a part of your lineup. And if you're going for those stacks as well, I do recommend looking at stacking, which is where you have a quarterback and a receiver or someone who's going to be on the receiving end of a touchdown throw, um, whether it be a tight end, running back or otherwise. Josh Downs is has, has got this great connection with Gartner Minshew. And if you're looking for that budget stack, that's where I'd be looking. Johnny Smith makes the name, uh, makes the team of budget beasts uh, at twenty nine hundred. Not a huge amount less than Waller, but it's a thin position at tight end. And I would prefer having Johnny Smith at twenty nine hundred than Kyle Pitts at thirty five hundred any day. And finally, my flex and probably the budget beast of the week. It's going to be another Colt, wouldn't you know? Jonathan Taylor, thirty one hundred. He is definitely suffering from the fact that he had. An injury, poor early season form has only broken out in one game, but that last game was mental. And if you if you saw the way he ran 
Yes, he, he was still splitting snaps with with Zach Moss, but he was so much more efficient, so much more angry, so much more purpose to his running. He's going to be my player there. So running through that again, Sunday stars, top selections for I've got a QB. We've got Lamar at 6,900. Kamara at 5,700. 5, AJ Brown at 6,500. Darren Waller at 3,700. CMC at 8,100. Then, uh, and he is my choice for captain. Yeah, if you're going to pay that much, you might as well pay for a captain. Uh, and the budget beasts, the guys who should fill out the rest of your squad and uh, and potentially, you know, you can use play around to get different versions of them. Minshew um, at 5,100, great option this week. Um, Gus Bus 3,700. Josh Downs, 3,300. Johnny Smith, 2,900. And Jonathan Taylor as being my pickup of the week at 3,100. That is your lot this week, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening, watching wherever you are. Um, I should I always should do this at the start so you listen first, but if you haven't done so already, follow us on all of the social medias at Rugby With Pads. You can support the pod with a membership and get some merch with that membership as well um, at rugbywithpads.com, or you can go straight to our store, store.rugbywithpads.com. That takes you directly to the Etsy. I will be back perhaps on Saturday. I might be talking about some trades. I'm going to find a way to talk talk about that before the deadline goes and, and maybe do some uh, some wash up afterwards. But thank you so much for listening. Um, really appreciate your time. And if you're playing Fancy Game Day this week, I forgot to say, use code RWP99 for a free play. Um, I'll link all the terms and conditions in, uh, in the show notes. But thank you so much for listening. As always, I will see you on the Virtual Gridiron. 